Hello folks, I'm Bernie Schuster and I'm welcoming you to the seventh day ergo, the seventh episode of my podcast Cycling to Essence, Why Not? I'm very, very, very sorry for the delayed upload of this episode, but believe me, I had a good reason for it. Some Adidas friends and I have been on a four-day ski touring trip in Austria. The breathtaking Alps have been the target and here most specifically the famous Silreder region. Ski touring, for those who do not know the sport, is like hiking only with skis. You need special skis, bindings and boots, ideally. In order to hike up, you place skins on the bottom of your ski, so you generate grip during the uphill. Remove them on top, enjoy the summit, and during the downhill, ideally you ski in fresh powder and enjoy free riding. Yeah! We have been on glaciers, did two summits above 3000 meters, the Gamsspitze 3114 meters, and the Hintere Jamspitze 3156 meters, and stayed on the Wiesbadener Hut and the Jamtal Hut. Four days of blue skies, sun and almost untouched nature. And no phone service most of the time, which was brilliant, tried out. In one of the huts I studied a book with the name Glaciers of the Alps. In there I read a quote that resonated so well with me that I copied it and here I'm going to share it. This is how it goes. A man who keeps company with glaciers comes to feel tolerably insignificant by and by. The Alps and the glaciers together are able to take every bit of conceit out of a man and reduce his self-importance to zero, if he will only remain within the influence of their sublime presence long enough to give it a fair and reasonable chance to do its work. By Mark Twain, A Tramp Abroad. Why is it relevant and why I'm sharing it? It doesn't matter if you hike up, ski tour up, or cycle up these mountains. I promise you, plan your next bike tour around mountains, glaciers and summits of the Alps, the Dolomites or the Pyrenees and I guarantee that you will feel tolerably insignificant. And this is a great feeling and this is really humbling and everyone should have experienced this at least once. Anyhow, here we are again, ready to cycle, and more precisely, we are cycling to Athens together. Today, I'll continue talking about my road cycling adventure from Austria to Greece, from Vienna to Athens. By now, I have almost left Croatia behind me, starting only 13 kilometers away from the border to Montenegro, not knowing what is waiting there for me. My plan for today was, firstly, leaving Croatia for good. Farewell, my dear Croatia, the country that treated me mostly well. Farewell and Godspeed. Secondly, entering and crossing Montenegro, mainly following the coast over a distance of roughly 120 kilometers. Let's see what's happening there. And thirdly, entering Albania, the country that stood so perfectly well for the unknown. Albania, the country that will make me stumble and made me almost fall. Beside this, I will talk, as usual, about tour date effects and figures. And finally, I'm going to talk music. How music motivates and gives power to a tired and worn out body. How music helped me, especially my personal playlist called Post-Covid Fucking Loud. Sorry for that name. It's on Spotify. Please check it out. 
and this playlist helped me to overcome all of my climbs. Doesn't matter how long or steep or hard they were. Why I'm mentioning here only climbs? I will explain this very soon. Do you have your special cycling or sport playlist? Do you have your favorite cycling podcast or audiobook? Let's try to connect so we can exchange our favorite playlists. And great idea, by the way, Martin, my good old friend from Vienna, we studied together sports equipment technology and Martin reached out and had this great idea. So let's do an exchange of playlists, write me some emails or find us on Spotify. This is the plan for the day. Let's see if I manage to follow up on it. Wherever you are, whatever you do, great to have you. Ready for some cycling, so get in race position and stay low. Alrighty, as usual, we start with the two data facts and figures. So what was on the menu for today? The starting point, as already mentioned, Molonat in Croatia, 30 kilometers away from the border. The end point was Lecce in Albania. Please apologize, I'm not sure if it's pronounced Lecce. It spells like L-E. Z-H-E, Lecce, Albania. Wonderful little city. Totally, I cycled 180 kilometers. So you see my 150 kilometer rule, meh, didn't take it too serious. Total ascent, total climbing was 1,676 meters. So here not so far off from my planned 1,500. The average speed was 24.8 kilometers per hour. The time on the bike, seven hours and 10 minutes, nice and tight. And I burned 3,963 kilocalories. Alrighty, the tour journal stands on our menu next. It was day 7, 13th of September. It was a Monday. And welcome to the calm. This day should become the last normal cycling day for a long time. I made an exciting but challenging plan. Leaving Croatia to cross Montenegro in one go and even enter Albania. I knew a ton of unknown was in front of me. The tour planning gave it away that I even needed to catch a ferry via the Verich Channel. No idea how this is pronounced. It connects the Gulf of Kotor and Risen Bay with the Boca Kotorska. This T-shaped like gulf it's really a natural obstacle and it's really worth checking it out. It looks really like a tea and brilliant. Anyway, here is what happened. The day started from two aspects rather critical. Firstly, no breakfast was offered. This is a bummer and this is not good. Secondly, 30 minutes of climbing at the very beginning of the day in the very morning. 200 meters climbing with an average incline of 5%. So very, very, very quickly, I was back in business. It was a sunny, beautiful day at the coast of Croatia, all well and fine. Entering Montenegro at a little border crossing, the policeman in charge was not too friendly and not too excited about me. He was a bit skeptical. He briskly said, passport, COVID pass. That was it. Then he went back into the office. He returned and signaled me that I was allowed to continue my journey. Oof. Even though one has nothing done wrong, every time you cross these borders, it's a bit of a thrill. Anyway, first impression of Montenegro was absolutely fascinating. Seems to be wealthier than Croatia. Roads, streets, sidewalks, public places, infrastructure, in general, very neat and nice. 
wonderful little parks, palm trees everywhere, nice white bricks building, really nice. After a couple of kilometers in the country, I stopped for breakfast. Wonderful. As I mentioned already earlier, Bernie's A-game. Cafe, a little terrace, next to it I parked the, the bike, I ordered coffee, water and cake and everything fell in place. I learned that one can pay with the euro there, so easy money for me, no worries about banks and ATMs. Overall, looked very wealthy, this Montenegro, and this was a surprise. At the same time, I thought, why is it a surprise, since I've never been there and had no idea at all about it, so it's a lot of bias. And indeed, a wonderful stretch of cycling was in front of me right there, literally at the coastline, sometimes even two meters away from the water, what a day. Highlight was definitely the use of the Lepetani Kamenari ferry to cross the Verge Channel, which went so smoothly and so easy, unbelievable. Maybe you know what I'm talking about here. Sometimes a rather easy task and small task turns out to be a real challenge and a real disaster. In this case, it was the absolute opposite. Let me tell you, I arrived in front of the ferry I bought a ticket at the booth, no people, ticket buying was done in 30 seconds. I went with a bike on the ferry, find, found my spot and we left within 5 minutes, done deal. No major problems after the ferry with the bike or in general a statement here, all was good, just the continuation of the center hub mechanical play was a little bit too much. Anyway, after that I continued to cycling, just think about wonderful beaches, think about tropical heat and the sun and think about wonderful little nice villages. That was what I experienced. Many, many little wooden huts along the streets where local folks were selling fruits and vegetables. So this was, this was very interesting to monitor. So I was cycling through Montenegro, happy like a clam. I was feeling energized and cycling came just easy. And right there, something very, very special happened. Let me tell you that story. Pretty much at the end of Montenegro, there was a nasty climb to overcome. Roughly 7 kilometers, roughly 220 meters off climbing and roughly 4% incline. It's not terrible, but nasty. And here it happened. As usual, I hit Spotify and started my playlist post-COVID fucking loud and kept going. I used the phone's loudspeakers, so no in-ear headphones. And on the last 5 to 10 minutes roughly of the climb, suddenly this very song came up. CCR Credence Clearwater Revival, Fortunate Sun. It was magic. I felt in an absolute cycling high or a flow state in this very moment. It was brilliant. It was an indescribable feeling. I was so energized by the song. I flew up the last hill and almost sprinted with a smile on my face towards Albania. Unbelievable experience. I hope that those of you who had this at one point can resonate with me. And for those who haven't, please use music. And I wish that you will have this experience very soon. 
I was approaching the border to Albania and as usual I got a bit nervous. I could sense that this will be a complete different country and indeed it was. After the border crossing I already passed a couple of mosques, so different religion, different traffic signs, different language, different street conditions, cars and infrastructure. My impression was that this country is poor. Roads were not so well maintained overall and my impression was of a lower economical standard and wealth than most European countries. I'm sharing this in a humble and respectful way obviously. Buildings and houses were more basic and differently built and maintained. Many of them had water tanks on the roof, interesting, might design that the water supply network is differently in Albania. Now I was heading towards my final destination, Lecce, mainly cycling inland since I left the coast back in Montenegro at a city called Bar. I experienced positive vibes from the people though, that was really nice on the road. Some kids at the back in the cars were waving at me and this is so super friendly and so nice and it really encouraged one. I did a pit stop at a local gas station where I was a bit nervous. No idea of the language, skeptical and anxious of these people and a bit overwhelmed in this very environment and tired obviously. But as to be expected, all wrong biases and wrong fears. The lad was super helpful and nice and supported me with navigation, with food, with drinks and with some additional tips about the country. I was very lucky with downloading my trip for offline use on Komoot earlier in Montenegro since I had no signal ergo no internet in Albania. Coming back to the gas station, the lad there was super friendly, super interested in my trip and the bike. A colleague of his or a friend of his was even asking if he can make a picture of the bike because his son is into cycling and very friendly and welcoming people. The last 20 to 30 kilometers were on a rather major road, but traffic was slow and therefore all good. Actually, the last 20 to 30 kilometers were only flat, so it was easy cycling. But don't forget, still in the end, 180 kilometers in my legs. And so I happily arrived at my final destination, the Hotel Lisa. Stuff there was super friendly. Booking.com worked again fine. The hotel was great, clean and the staff was super happy with me there. That's really nice. Bike was in the room without a discussion. So all in all, a great experience. What I forgot to tell you though, is something super important. Over the course of the day, I have been noticing a slight rubbing between my legs. I was not sure what was the problem, but it kept bothering me slightly over the course of the day. After showering and a thorough inspection, my diagnosis was clear, skin irritation. Let us quickly talk laundry, ladies and gentlemen. On such a trip, there's obviously hardly the chance to wash your clothes with a normal washing machine. There's lack of time and there's lack of availability of washing machines. And even though you could wash it in a machine, you would need a dryer as well. So there's the problem with drying as well. Anyway, you need to bring a hand wash soap. I brought the Ray brand, Ray, like the Spanish king. And it's basically a chill. You put your clothes, your garment into the sink and you wash it there manually by hand. It works actually pretty, pretty good. Here's the thing I learned. 
this ray gel contains of little grains, little particles. And either I didn't rinse my bibs and my undergarment well enough, or during the trip, sand and dust made it into my pants, basically. Anyhow, a long story short, in such a situation, there's only one thing you can do. Take care of yourself immediately. Said and done. I walked to a local pharmacy and got myself a proper medicine in the form of an ointment, which is another word for cream. The pharmacy staff, the guy, spoke super English and so we could communicate very well even over a very delicate topic and that was easy. After that, I got some money, I got some popcorn, I checked out this nice little city, then I had a wonderful dinner in Lecce and afterwards I crashed my bed and happily and tired I felt asleep. But we are not falling asleep. We are now talking about the main topic, which is music, motivation and climbing and how this all comes together. Sounds funny, but the iPhone was, I would say, the most important accessory of this trip. Why, you wonder? Well, first of all, navigation. Secondly, hotel booking. Thirdly, tour planning. Fourthly, first aid device. Fifthly, I'm not sure if it's fifthly, but I just say fifthly. Keep family and close friends updated so they don't worry. And sixthly, music. Oh my goodness. How important music is when it comes to motivation. Thus, here was the rule. Music is always on as soon as you start an ascent or a climb. Game changer, dear cycling friends, how rewarding it is when you cycle upwards, when you climb, that you listen to good music. Importantly to mention here, I have not used in-ear speakers, rather directly the iPhone loudspeaker. I will not listen to music whilst cycling with in-ear buds since I would be afraid of not monitoring my surrounding and this would be a high accident risk and for such a trip, as I said, no injuries, everyone needs to return safely to their home. The reason for the climbing music allowance was very simple. Firstly, I wanted to save phone battery because I can't just listen 24-7, it drains the battery. And secondly, it was a psychological trick, making climbing easier. It was a real treatment. You hate many of these little climbs or big climbs, but you love music. Turn something not so nice into a positive experience. So random tunes came up on that playlist and they touched me in their own different way. And that's brilliant. The playlist is completely random, so I would say it's a genre melting pot. So from classical music to rock, pop of the 80s and 90s, over indie, hard rock and folk, everything is on there. And this is the tip. I really can recommend this. Try it out. Generate your own playlist, follow a playlist, and when you cycle and when you climb, or whatever workout you do where it's hard, turn on music and use it. Just imagine now, one of your energy songs, one of your most favorite songs is coming up completely randomly and unplanned during a workout, during your workout. Yes, right. This is how awesome it is. Please share your favorite cycling playlist with me, as I said. And if you have none, please start now setting one up. It's worth it. Motivation is so important. As we all know, all good songs come to an end, but before we come to an end of this episode, I would like to emphasize here on the topic of treatment of injuries. Doesn't matter what injury you face, it really doesn't matter. Please take care of it 
immediately. Don't allow yourself with laziness or with wrong proud or with a wrong motivation like ah, it's gonna be alright, go into the next day. As I told you, I was average spending 7 hours on the bike, 8 hours, a little itching can become something very terrible. It can inflame and then it can become a showstopper and we don't want this. So the most important rule is, doesn't matter what problem you got, as soon as you detect pain, discomfort, whatever it is, you go to a pharmacy, a doctor, a hospital, supermarket, wherever you need to go and you fix it right away. And with that, success will be guaranteed. Anyway, I hope those two tips, music climbing allowance and the treatment of injuries will help you in your adventure and you can use it well. Before we look into the next episode, two things I would like to talk about. In episode 6, day 6, we talked about nutrition and cycling. And there, I mixed up potassium, so the German word is kalium, with magnesium, magnesium. So I brought magnesium pills and magnesium as well very strongly in milk. So this is what I needed to do because I know when I stop drinking milk for a couple of days and I do a lot of sport in combination, I usually tend to cramp. So this is the first thing. And the second thing, as usual, thanks for everyone who reaches out to me and helps me to improve the podcast or just gives feedback. It's really brilliant. It's really appreciated. And I hope you see the improvement in every show. Keep listening. And it's really great to have you. As usual, rate the podcast. If you find the time, forward the podcast if you have the time. And please follow it if you like it. And now let's take a quick outlook into the next day. In the next episode, we are going to talk about the real deal. The hardest part of the entire trip will start. I'm talking about entering the red zone of Bernie Schuster's capabilities. The next two days will bring me to my limits and beyond, physically as well as mentally. Albania, the Wild West I call it, in my thoughts will almost force me to give up. In the next episode I will visit Tirana, the capital of Albania, where I will make a nice acquaintance with a bike store. Beside this, I will learn the hard way how problematic cycling is without proper map material. But more in the next episode. This was Cycling to Athens, why not? Thanks for listening. I would like to say my farewell with a quote from the famous Michael Air Jordan. Some people want it to happen. Some wish it would happen and others make it happen. Bernie Schuster, O and out. Oh.